Good morning and welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Suzanne Pierce from DAC Vitamins and Minerals. Good morning. And we've got Squeak Larkins, our PhD this morning. She always makes us look really smart. <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> we are broadcasting from the horse capital of the world this morning, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. And we've got to start off the show today with some news. And uh, unfortunately, it starts off with a little bit of sad news. Uh, we never like that. No. Justify has retired. Uh, Triple Crown winner officially this week. I think it was Wednesday uh, when they said that his ankle filling was not going away. Bob Baffert felt like he needed at least 90 days to get him back right again before he could race. And then he would need a prep race between now and the Breeders' Cup. And that would end the big season, obviously, this fall. So they have decided to retire him. He will go to um, Windstar, where he'll be for now. And I know the negotiations are continuing with Coolmore on right. a possible purchase of the breeding rights. So, Oh, wow. Yeah, yes. that's awesome. Uh, Windstar, of course, is a breeding farm. So, right. you know... Who knows what will happen there, whether they'll decide to, you know, to breed right. him. It, it just seems so strange to me that, that you're retiring a horse at three years old. I know. I know. But I think that they're and making the right decision Oh, oh I, do, I do too, him. under the circumstance. Yes. I, I just yeah, that, we, we need yeah. to call Nigel at New uh, Horizon Insurance Solutions and ask him if he can insure him for less money so we can keep him going. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think the owners would like uh, that, though. I'm sure, I'm sure not, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. it's just, it, it, the American pharaoh having the first opportunity ever to, to get the Grand Slam, to both win mm -hmm. the Triple Crown right. and then also win the British right. Cup was so exciting. And not okay. to have that opportunity. I know, you'd just... love to see Justify have that. But he's he's a great horse, that's all there is to he is. And he's going to go off and make some great babies. Yeah, yes. hopefully. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, it's just, uh, they called it bittersweet. And, yeah. and it really is bittersweet because it's, you know, it's, sad to see him go but at the same time it's good to see him go uninjured and undefeated right, you know, right. so there's kind of two ways of looking at it so it definitely is bittersweet but i'm sad because i american fair was the first horse ever to have right, the chance that opportunity because there wasn't now. a breeders cup last time we had a right. triple crown winner so he was the first one who could have a grand slam and so now we had the second possibility yeah when you think about maybe going nearly another 40 years yeah. Without having another triple crown winner, the chance of a grand slam is everything. Yeah, of um, course. So anyway, good for justifying. We hope he has some nice babies and we wish everybody yeah. all the best. Uh, of course, we've got some uh, big races going on this weekend. That It was a question to be with if Justify might be in the Haskell, which is this weekend. Um, with a very nice lineup, Good Magic, who of course was very, very popular before Justify took over the scene. Uh, right. Very good racehorse, trained here at Stone Street in Ocala. Um, very, very neat horse. Probably will win the Haskell going in as mm -hmm. the favorite this weekend. Uh, six to five was the odds last time. Um, Bravazo, who also was trained here in Ocala. Core Beliefs, Lone Sailor. Navy Commander, who was Helen Barbazon, Pleasant right. Acres horse that won the 100,000 um, grade three, I think, a couple weeks, a few weeks back. Um, from Pleasant Acres Stallion there, um, Poseidon's Warrior. Um, baby, doing really well. Uh, roaming. Union and Golden Brown. That's our lineup mm -hmm. for the Haskell. So, unfortunately, no Justify, but uh, yeah. but still a nice lineup of horses. And the Jim Dandy Stakes is also this weekend. Flame Away, Mark Cassie's horse mm -hmm. that's done very well. It's been a very good horse. Um, tenfold 
uh, Reride, uh, Sporting Chance, and oh, Vino Rosso. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, it's a small field. It's only five horses, right. but Vino Rosso You're is right. very popular, of course. Trained here with the Croupies, right? Uh, Croupies Farm here, and uh, super super horse. He's a fantastic horse. And if we hadn't had such an amazing field of horses in the Derby, I think he would have done yeah. really, really well in the Triple Crown races. But we just had a good field this year. It's nice to see all of these local horses that are that have either they're still here or they're trained. They've been trained here that are in a lot of these big races. So I think that says a lot for Ocala, oh, Marion yeah. County. Sure does. Lots of connections. You know, lots of connections. We got a ton of connections. Yes, yeah. this weekend. So. Uh, in a little bit more racing news, they bumped the purse up on the Dubai World Cup. Mm. It went from 10 million to 12 million. Oh, my. Still hasn't caught up with the Pegasus <laughs> 16 say. million. <laughs> but, uh, but climbing. There's going to be some com uh, competition <laughs> there. Yeah. There's absolutely no doubt about that. I, I can see the Sheik wanting that. Yeah, you right. Know, to get up there to he, the He wants that prestige. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. exactly. Yeah, of course. So, yeah, everyone, I mean, you know, it's all about prestige. Yeah. But Frank Stronic has it right now with the 16 yeah. mil at the Pegasus. But, right. Um, <laughs> but still pretty neat that they bumped that up, and I see that's probably going to keep on, you know, yes, keep going on and, up. Uh, yeah, 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 on and on. Um, and in the last bit of news, before I mention another little bit concern, a big concern in California um, is the a new device that um, it, they've actually used it for people for years and they're now going to start using it on horses and it actually measures ammonia levels in the blood of the horse um, which is very interesting because it they can tell a lot from that it's a handheld analyzer um, it hasn't been validated for veterinary use um, they're still working on accuracy uh, with it but it's actually going to be um, measuring ammonia levels in blood and for its potential to assess horses competing uh, in the uh, in actually in the annual Calgary Stampede and then perhaps further afield even after that so it's it's a device that's been used in people forever but they're trying to now use it to assess athletic performance in horses wow little handheld yeah. device can you believe the things are coming up oh i'm telling you well there's a yeah. lot of um, a lot of crossover between human even human medicine and and devices, um, I guess that's what we could call them, to sure. equine. Mm -hmm. And you can see that a lot of them, and in dogs too. So there's yeah, a lot but you, but that... You, but you know, interestingly, uh, lasers were being used in uh, horses long before they decided that it was good for people, people, which is, and the same thing, you know, goes for like the use of DMSO and stuff that right. it's being used in people now. But the origin of using it as, you know, a medicinal thing was through horses years and years ago. And so was laser. It's just, and now, and now all of a sudden they've decided it's okay for people, but it has been all along. I know I'm still waiting for Dak to make some vitamins yeah. for me. <laughs> well, you can take them. Yeah. <laughs> Will I start winning? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Before we take our break um, and come back and actually talk to Ashley Johnson, who's been on the show with us before, uh, a top eventer uh, in our area here, very fortunate to have her in Ocala, Marion County. Uh, so uh, it's going to be nice to talk to her again and we'll talk a little bit about the Ocala Jockey Club and some other things uh, this morning. But I just wanted to mention Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch. I don't know if she's up yet this morning. If you are, Jessica Lynn, good morning. And I yeah, hope you're not smoked out too much. <laughs> yeah. uh, as most of you know, there are some very bad fires going on at the moment in California. And uh, there, some of them are, are 
horrendous. I mean, I've seen some of the videos, and, and I guess there was some arson. They've arrested the guy that started the fire. Oh, and spent, well, like thousands and thousands of acres. Um, but Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Ranch, who's one of our partners with the show, is actually within 20 minutes on one of the major. Oh major, dear. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Hope so things are good. So she is. If there's anybody Rain for safety. If, yes. Yeah. Yes. If there's anybody on this earth that knows what to do naturally her. Right. in she, these circumstances her, yeah. it's Jessica Lynn so she's doing all the right things and she's brand mashing and wet towels and you mm. know all of the uh, things that you need to do to but she said it's the smoke is very very strong where they are she does have a generator now because they've had no water power, for some, yeah. no electricity for some time the power lines have been down so she has a generator and she said at night you know you can see the flames and all day it's smoky and so it's really kind of, you know, scary. A lot of her friends right. around her are affected and everything. Right. So um, so just our thoughts and prayers to everybody uh, in that area of those fires at the moment. And we hope you and your animals are, are safe. I know there's yeah. been a lot of evacuations and, and whatnot. And then I think there was, um, I was reading that in some parts, they it was too late for them to evacuate. So... Um, you know, prayers to all of those people. Yes. You know, I mean, they're looking at their animals and their homes. Right. Yes. And, you know. Scary. Yeah. Fire's very scary. And I know we've had a few of these in the few, last few years. We've, you know, we've had some bad, bad fires across the country. So uh, from the Horse Talk Show team to right. everybody out there, um, you have our, our prayers and you're in our thoughts. And especially Jessica Lynn. Uh, dear friend to us that everything is good with you and let us know if we can do anything right you can always come to yeah. florida <laughs> exactly. we have plenty of room we at have, my house and we, have lo- and we have lots of water right now yeah <laughs> lots of water we have lots of we water. do actually it's a shame we couldn't send, <laughs> couldn't send, send it over no it is a shame but so. we i'd rather get... have the water than the fires though yeah. so yeah we're oh, pretty blessed yeah. with that oh, yeah. that's true that's true. Yeah. We're going to come back in just a few minutes and we're going to have Ashley Johnson here with us. She's going to swap seats with Squeak for a few minutes and sure. uh, we are going to chat to her about eventing and talk a little bit about the Ocala Jockey Club. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We'll be right back. The Goat FM. We're Gainesville Ocala's All Talk. Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital has served Marion County since 1981. Peterson and Smith can meet all your needs with services in surgery, medicine, ambulatory, sports medicine, reproduction, and doctors on call 24-7 for emergencies. Call 352-237-6151. That's 352-237-6151. A proud partner with Horse Talk. Opinions of Horse Talk and its guests are not necessarily those of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. The Horse Lovers Candy Store proudly offers custom-made halters, race packs, stall guards, exercise saddles, dog collars, whips, shanks, stall drapes, keychains, belts, and more. Personalize your items with on-site embroidery and engraving. We also offer on-site pack and blanket repair and $10 blanket wash. 
Come see us on Southwest 60th Avenue or visit TaxShackOcala.com. We're the champions shop. DAC Vitamins and Minerals wants you to know vitamins and minerals play a critical role in growing horses for numerous metabolic functions, bone development, nerve and immune functions, as well as hoof, skin, coat, and a balanced energy. Our coat grower is balanced for the young horses. During this stressful time of weaning, add our Cool Gut. It's a game changer for gastrointestinal support. Choose a company knowing we give you a 60-day money-back guarantee with NAS Quality Seal. DAC has been making a world of difference since 1983. Visit FeedDAC.com. Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the all-in difference. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine feed. Have you seen the gorgeous 1K Defender Chrome Stripe riding helmet? Certified to ASTM standards, you can't beat a 1K English riding helmet, boasting the perfect synergy between advanced technology and aesthetically pleasing design, with enough features to appeal to those seeking everything a helmet could possibly offer. Wrapped in a package that traditionalists can really appreciate. Check 1K out online at 1khelmets.com or like them on Facebook now. 1K, where style meets safety. Gainesville, Ocala, all time. The Goat FM. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, broadcasting from the horse capital of the world this morning, Ocala, Marion County, Florida. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. Co-hosting with me today, I have Suzanne Pierce from DAC Vitamins and Minerals. Good morning. And we have a special guest here with us this morning, Ashley Johnson. She is a top eventer. We're very fortunate to have her here in Ocala. And uh, we've had her on the show before. She was fantastic. But for those of you who weren't tuned in that day, I'm going to let her tell us a little bit about her this morning. Good morning. Uh, my name is Ashley Johnson, and I'm a four-star event rider. I've been based in Ocala since 2011. Um, I coach the University of Florida eventing team. That's all. No big deal. <laughs> Which is growing. I'm going to plug my eventing team. We're growing and growing this year. Um, and I have a, a barn based in Northwest Ocala and a, a full-service facility there. It's fantastic. Now, do you have students other than the UF team? I do. I have a great group of adult amateurs. I have... Um, some young professionals up and coming that I mentor. I, I have a whole range. It's a, it's kind of a boutique operation. We keep it small and personal, but it's a very good group. Now, what got you started in eventing? Oh, um, wanting to go fast, running. That's what did yeah. it for me. Yeah. <laughs> when I was eight years old, I was in Pony Club. I'm a graduate A Pony Clubber from Amwell Valley Hounds in New Jersey. And when I was eight, I was doing my first eventing rally, which was or my first pony club rally, which was eventing. 
And so, you know, we did the dressage, and that was pretty boring. Uh, and then they send us out into a big field, and there were hay bales. And, I mean, I was eight. They looked massive. The field looked huge, but it was probably very small. And I came around a corner, and I fell off because I was going, I was careening. And <laughs> I just remember flying through the air laughing. And, and this, you know, you didn't get eliminated for falling off at that point. It was a long time ago. And uh, I got up, and I got back on, and I finished the course, and I just thought, this is great. And I said, Mom, this, I want to keep doing this. So I'm an adrenaline junkie. It's the cross-country. Your, your childhood sounds like it was a lot like mine. Yeah. Mine was similar. I can't even tell you how many times I had hit stuff. That explains a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, people say, how did, you get, how did you get into eventing? Well, I fell off at my first try, and I thought it was great, so I wanted to do more. There's nothing like a naughty pony to get you started right. Yeah. I had a lot of naughty ponies. The ones that, I don't know how many people here ever had a Thelwell. You know who Thelwell Yes. Is? They're these little, fat, chubby ponies with hair that mane the stick up and tail sticks up, and they're, they're enormous. The little kids look like their little legs can't even fit around their big bellies. And they stop at the jump, and then the person goes ahead and goes on over the jump, and the pony stays on the other side. Well, that was me when I was little. I had all the naughty ponies that, you know, threw you over the jump or swerved. Didn't well, you? you learn to sit back and you learn to stay on better. Yes, you do, don't you? That's how you. I'll tell yes. you what, it's it it became harder and harder to fall off after those experiences. And we used to do chase me, Charlie. I don't know if you do that here, but when we were in with our instructor, you put a jump up and it's on the first hole, and um, everybody goes canters around and goes over the jump and after everyone's been over it they put it up a hole and up a hole and up a hole and you know until you either fall off or you have a refusal or something uh you're you know you're done or if you knock it down you're done you're out and then the winner is the person who's left at the end and you uh, know sometimes it gets i don't know if i ever did that but i did something tally. something like that and that's when your naughty ponies are really naughty you know because they all want to catch up with the one in front <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a load of fun. That's the, some of the experiences I had, that and fox hunting, getting lost for eight hours out in freezing cold <laughs> weather in England on a naughty pony. Um, you know, all those things get you, you know, it's the speed. Yeah. And you just yeah. want to go. And I was like you. I thought that, I think the dressage is beautiful now. But at that time, I thought it was rather boring because all I wanted to do was get out there and jump and go fast. So very similar. Yes. And hit the ground a few times. Now you're jumping the bigger chunks. <laughs> well, and, and I actually do love the dressage and the show jumping yes, and, and the whole training aspect of it now as a professional. Uh, and I mean, I went, to, I went to Rutgers University. I have a degree in English and theater and I just loved horses and I loved training horses. Um, and I felt like with every horse, I was actually in... Uh, I worked at Christie's Auction House in New York City briefly after college, and I felt that horses were my own type of art because you take a horse and it's, a, it's in the rough, and you take your skills and you make a relationship and you try to create the best possible product within the, that athlete. Each horse is its own athlete. And so that was what I just needed to be in the horse world. Well, you certainly are. Now, how on earth did you get to four-star? I mean, that's... <laughs> a lot of hard work. Uh, um, a, a dream that I just kept chipping away at from for my whole my whole life, really. Uh, since I was a teenager, I wanted to be an FEI level rider, and um, once I got into the FEI levels, I, I felt that the the four star level was the the culmination of horsemanship. So to me, it wasn't like it wasn't about oh, I want to 
be at the top to get ribbons. It was, I want to be at the top because if you can ride at that level, then you're operating as the best horseman that you can be. Because especially with three-day eventing, it takes so much horsemanship to do all three phases as a triathlon to get the horse through the sport. Absolutely. Now, for we have a lot of beginners. I get a lot of messages saying, can you please explain? Um, can you explain one star through four star in a kind of a... Yes. Uh, It's all about to change next year, though. (laughs) So if you get it now, you'll have to listen again. (laughs) Erase it for next year. Um, One star. So FEI is internationally sanctioned competitions. And one star is the beginning of upper level competitions. But it's really kind of the middle in this country of the whole spectrum. So you can compete at a much lower level, but it's sanctioned nationally, not internationally. Um, so one star, two star, three star, four star, four star is Olympic level. And we also have the Land Rover Kentucky four star event, which is in Kentucky. And it used to be called the Rolex. It used to be called that Rolex remember that. and it's changed. So I, had to think, I, to think I know I have to do it every time. No. Um, but, and it, there are seven, four stars in the world and Kentucky is the only one in North America. So, um, that's what most American riders aim for unless they're going abroad. So, and then next year, the four star is going to become a five star and it's going to go back down the, the ladder because internationally they wanted to create more opportunity for the one star to be slightly lower, a slightly mm-hmm. lower level so that developing countries could potentially compete on an international scale nice. uh, more easily. That's wonderful. Like Central America or countries yeah. that maybe don't have a lot of eventing right now. Um, they they were trying to make it more all-encompassing. That's nice. That's yeah. good for the sport. Yes. Encourage people to start and, and start building it. Uh, yeah, and it's definitely a sport that takes a lot of land. It takes a lot of money. It takes a lot of backing. It's not a simple... It's not like track and field where you just need a track. I mean, you, you, <laughs> no. you know, you need an entire... Uh, a lot of gear. Operation. Yes. yes. Especially yes. with the cross-country course, I mean, you need oh yes, lots of acreage. Speaking yeah. of what you need for that, one of the best in the world is the Ocala Jockey Club, right? Yes. Here in Marion County. Yet another reason why we're the horse capital of the world. Most beautiful nine-acre, 900-acre property, just gorgeous. It's absolutely with, gorgeous. Uh, I've heard some of the top competitors in the world say one of the best cross-country courses they've ever seen. Yes. Uh, and also incredible footing. Yeah. Um, so the Ocala Jockey Club is November 15th to 18th this fall. It's in Ocala. It's new. It's in its third year mm-hmm. this year. Um, and we are thrilled to have an event of this caliber and this class in, uh, in Ocala with yes, us. Yes, for sure. And shout out for Equine Turf this morning who keep it looking so beautiful and green. Dan, if you're listening this morning, amazing. He can get rid of weeds and bugs like amazing yeah yeah it looks good doesn't yeah, it it's yeah beautiful. it really does so let's talk a little bit about um some of the uh the plans for for the event in november um you mentioned it's in its third year uh talking about this week i saw you know a lot of social media about the discussion to you know not have the three star and kind of what's going on with that yes um so i've seen this i've been in upper level eventing for 20 years and sometimes you'll have an FEI event 
come and come in big and they say we're going to be great and then they realize how much money it costs yes. and how much effort it takes because you're coordinating so many different factors um, and the jockey club really wanted to be a premier event right from the beginning they wanted to get the three star on the calendar um, but they've been operating at a loss uh, and it's like a it's like starting a business you start a business and you operate at a loss and then you have to say, oh my gosh, we're, we, need to, we need to stop bleeding so much. So last, uh, last year I helped with the sponsorship aspect because I didn't compete last fall at the Jockey Club. This year I'm competing, uh, but I know from working last year, it, it was, it's tough to generate the revenue and the interest and the sponsors to come in big, even though the impact on, on the horse community and Marion County is really significant because it's a really well done event and, it really and it's is. drawing riders from all over the country. There are riders coming from California with 15 horses to compete at the Jockey Club. Oh, it's huge for the economy. Yes. It's huge. I mean, when you think of the competitors from all over the world and what they spend just to come here. Yes. You know, and, and all the money they spend even just in restaurants and things, aside yes. from even the the feed store and the tax store and all of that. You've got to think about all the other things they do while they're here. So really, it's just, it's such a win. And uh, um, speaking of that, we actually have more and more riders who are wintering in Ocala and spending the rest of the year in England. They're coming, you know, coming from abroad to come to Ocala for the winter. There's several <laughs> riders that do that now. I can do the show from there six months a year. Yes. <laughs> No. At least for July and August. <laughs> <laughs> so, so anyway, there was a discussion this week. They needed to uh, confirm, the Jockey Club needed to confirm if they were with the FEI, if they were going to run the three-star this year. And Pavla kind of put a forum out to the upper-level riders across the country, and she said, look, we've been operating at a huge loss. Pavla and Eric Nygaard own the Jockey Club. Wonderful people, yes. And, and they have been personally underwriting the loss. And she said, we just can't bleed quite so much this year, so maybe we shouldn't do the three-star. And that, was, that caused an uproar because really for the riders, because of the footing and because of the number of upper-level riders that are based locally in Ocala, we really want this on the calendar. Yes. We really want this event to stay here and be sustainable. Um, and so what wound up happening after a long discussion was the riders themselves are stepping up with more financial backing this year. And uh, to, our, to the best of our ability, every barn in the area is supporting jump sponsorships for the event. Oh, I saw great. that, like 18 jumps or something. Yes, I think already, like right off the bat. I was in the loop of the group message okay. that Pavla sent out. And so I saw the huge response huge and the response. number of messages. I mean, I, I thought it was awesome, but I was almost going to take myself out because yes. I was like, good gosh, my phone's about to blow up. You know, it was like every two it minutes, was, boom, boom. It was really a, a, a lively, I mean, very passionate oh, gosh, discussion. People jumped in. Like, That's yeah. great because oh, yeah. that shows you the passion that they want, that they want it to stay here. They want yes. to compete here. Well, we'd love to see a and, four star yeah, or a five star and, one day. And, yeah, yeah. we got to go. But with anything, oh. it takes money. Yes, and a lot of money. So it's nice that the competitors are going to step up to do yes. that. And I mean, yes, you always want sponsors too. And it's like, okay, can we, how do we get more of the local community and businesses involved to help sponsor? Because they're benefiting too, like the hotels, because Absolutely. not everybody's going to be 
you know, staying in there if they have a living quarters trailer. But, you know, other than that, or the ones that, are, that live here going back and forth, you know, it does bring a lot of money well, to grow, the community. Yes, absolutely, and grow the event so that more spectators, more spectators come from around the country. And then you need more hotel rooms. And I yes. do have to say, last year, because I was, I've was i been there for the past two years, so last year I did notice there was more spectators. Okay. So that was a nice thing. There were more spectators than the year before, but you guys also did um, some great promotions and great advertisement in different areas for than it was the previous year. So I think that brought out more spectators. And, you know, it was, it was nice to see... People, I mean, you know, even bringing their kids, and then with yeah. the um, the thoroughbred, um, you guys doing that thoroughbred incentive program. Yes, you know, so I think that brought out more. I people love the too. thoroughbred incentive program. Yes, the, yeah, but, really encouraging people to retrain the thoroughbreds yeah. to be eventers. I love so that. So I thought that was a that was you yeah. know something different, but it was I think it was valuable to to it the really the, um, the sport and to the the. Um, competition and yeah and i also think involved. Um, bringing the riders together because this competition is specifically it's only for upper level riders in in the eventing sport it's not for all levels but to for the riders to kind of put their money where their mouth is yeah. in this case and yeah. say we really want this to stay um it's really great for the entire eventing community because yeah. the lower levels can come out and see their their favorite riders ride. They can see international riders ride. They can come and volunteer. And so it's just like, it's bringing it home. Yeah, it really is. Because I think too that, you know, everybody always looks forward to, you know, the um, Lance. Yeah, Kentucky, the Lance. <laughs> the Lance Rover, not Lance the Rolex. The, the, right, the, the non-Rolex. The, the non-Rolex. Um, it's so but, hard after all these years. <laughs> I think that sometimes too, we, and we do have a lot of top riders here but i don't think that you guys get the um the advertisement or the ability uh, or the recognition the recognition but I, yeah i mean I'm, there's a word i'm looking for and I'm, I'm lost at it but you know to show that people are here yeah. and this is you know it needs to be more widespread and get the word out there that you know there, there's we're a lot here to great, stay yeah there's yes. a lot of great vendors here and yeah you know, to be able to promote them and say, hey, look, you come here, this is what you're getting. I mean, and there are more and more that are moving here. Yeah, and you can't beat the weather here in November. Who wouldn't want to be here in November? It's I mean, the it's perfect just, month. It's beautiful, it really is. It's so lovely, and everywhere else it's like foggy and cold and wet. <laughs> maybe pouring rain. Yes, maybe even a little bit of snow in some places. Us, no. We're at 70 degrees and sunny, and that's the second highest point in Florida. Yes. And it's such a beautiful place to be. At sunset, it's so gorgeous there, and the rolling hills yeah, and the trees. And it is a very. I mean, great you can't place. beat it. You know, when my mum and dad came to it, not last year, but the first year of the event, um, they both were just having spent years of their life in England at event events and horse shows with me. Um, oh, it was completely it, different. Well, actually, <laughs> do you know what's funny? Is they both felt like they were in England. They both said the same thing. They were Did like, they really? "This is so English." Well, you know, Spencer was announcing. Yes. Who sounds just like yes. every announcer at the NEC in England where I used to show. I mean, it made it just had a really authentic feel to it. And, you know, the countryside out there does look a lot like England. Yes. It's got the rolling hills and the big trees. And my mum and dad were like in absolute heaven. They were like, this is lovely. It's you know, very classy. I think if you it get is. people out there to see it and feel it, 
they can uh, come yeah. back every year because it's just such a great experience. It's it's very classy. Um, the way that the course is set, there's a beautiful clubhouse oh, it's that has uh, VIP yes. experiences available. But even if you're not in the clubhouse, there's a fountain and just the, you can see everything, almost the entire cross country course oh, from yes. one spot. Yeah, can. So and it's, it's all action. Really nice oh. from a spectator or a sponsor perspective. And kids area and food and drinks and. I'm going to talk them into a beer tent this year. Everybody <laughs> in Ocala will be there. Um, before we close out this segment, Ashley, I want to kind of take it back to you and to Suzanne just yes. for a minute. And uh, I want to thank DAC Vitamins and Minerals for a wonderful connection and ask you to come back any Saturday you're available because we just love having you on the show. But just tell us before we close out what, what DAC and what that's done for you and your program. Yeah, so I actually started using Suzanne. I, Suzanne is one of the companies, and DAC is one of the companies that I work with. And I started using DAC seven or eight years ago, a product called Calm, because which does what it says. <laughs> Um, with one of my upper level events. Are you still horses. taking it? <laughs> Sometimes I take it. Um, and then three or four years ago, I met up with Suzanne and, and we kind of talked about getting my entire barn more involved with the whole regime because I had no idea the, the breadth of supplements that DAC had available and they're very good quality. And so my I have a two-star mare. I have a four-star a thoroughbred and a two-star mare and the four-star horse is aiming for Kentucky but the two-star mare is aiming for the jockey club so her name is Firefly but I call her Sprout Sprout. she was born on Earth Day so Sprout is on the Calm supplement she's on Orange Superior which is kind of a multivitamin she's on the Cool Gut which is for when she's competing it helps keep her it helps coat her gut and keep her from um, creating too much acid um, and, and also oil sometimes when I'm traveling. So there's just a whole range of supplements that really help keep the horses thriving. And sometimes that's difficult when they're in a lot of work and they're traveling a lot. So yes. I just, I really, I've been working with DAC about four years now and I've seen a really big difference with all of my horses. And we're, we're definitely glad to have you on board and, you Great know, ambassador. and I've seen, seen the changes in, in, in a lot of the horses and, you know, just proud to have you part of our team and, you know, go out there and root for you. And, you know, I mean, we've, we've known each other and, you know, I mean, I would, even if you weren't using DAC, I would be rooting for you <laughs> because when we, I've known, known you for quite some time and, you know, what you do is amazing. And, and she does, she, um, you know, believes in the product and that's that's the biggest thing. And she sees the difference, you know, in going out and evaluating each horse on a different level because like Gucci, he's different than Sprout. Sprout. And then, you and know, the that, UF horses get right. something a little bit different. And so, and then you've had your other clients that their horses get a little bit different. So, you know, it's kind of, it's geared towards what each horse needs. And that's, and Ashley follows that because she knows what her horses need because she's with them on an everyday basis. So we just kind of, try to tailor it to fit the horse yeah perfect ashley thank you thank you you're awesome thank you uh, ashley Johnson, one of our very top eventers that we're fortunate enough to have in this area and suzanne thank you to dak thank you uh, for bringing us some great please come back anytime you can We'd absolutely love to, love to talk to you again maybe a couple times before the jockey club too okay. so we can help to build that event that up. would be so, great yeah so you need to be here in november from the 15th to the 18th uh to see some a really incredible world-class event at the Ocala Jockey Club. You'll really enjoy it. We're going to be back in just a few minutes. We have 
Dr. Abigail Kent from Peterson and Smith, and we're going to be talking about Paston arthritis, if I can pronounce it. <laughs> we'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Stay with us. You cannot ignore Facebook. Facebook live streaming. The Goat FM. Are you looking for an affordable supplement company? Then DAC has you covered. Since 1983, we have made your horse's health our number one priority. With our NAS sale of approval, our guaranteed analysis, we have what you need from our new product, Cool Gut, for gastrointestinal support, weight gain, hair coat, joint, calming, and much, much more. Doesn't your horse deserve the best? The proof is in the results. DAC vitamins and minerals, it makes a world of difference. Visit feeddac.com. The Horse Lovers Candy Store proudly offers custom-made halters, race pack, stall guards, exercise saddles, dog collars, whips, shanks, stall drapes, keychains, belts, and more. Personalize your items with on-site embroidery and engraving. We also offer on-site pack and blanket repair and $10 blanket wash. Come see us on Southwest 60th Avenue or visit TacShackOcala.com. We're the champions shop. Hi. I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In difference. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine feed. You can't go wrong choosing an Ovation helmet to fit your riding needs. Sleek, stylish, comfortable, and cool, they are perfect on the trail or in the Grand Prix ring. Ovation has something for everyone with nearly a dozen styles and a price range to fit practically every budget, starting as low as $42.95. Check out the variety offered at Tack Shack of Ocala or visit OvationRiding.com to see all the options in safety and style and find a dealer near you. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Trust the Equine Veterinary Hospital, the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida, trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, serving Ocala, Florida since 1981. Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at petersonsmith.com. 
Welcome to the third race at Tobacco Downs. They're in the gate, and they're off. Jumping out to the lead is Smoking is Cool with Everyone is Doing It close behind second. Smoking is Cool and Everyone is Doing It. Here comes Like Kissing an Ashtray, followed by Social Outcast. Smoking is Cool falling off quickly. Like Kissing an Ashtray overtaking Everyone is Doing It. Here comes I Can Quit Anytime, followed by Social Outcast and Nicotine's Your Daddy. Down the backside, Nicotine's Your Daddy moving to the front of I Can Quit Anytime. Coming on strong on the outside is You Should Really See a Doctor About That. It's You Should Really See a Doctor About That, followed by Smoking Alone in the Rain and Low Sperm Count. Low Sperm Count moves up on the inside of I Have Some Bad News to take the lead. Followed by Did You Say Cancer and But I'm Only 25 with Chemotherapy. Here they come spinning out of the turn. I have some bad news and Did You Say Cancer, neck and neck, nose and nose for the lead. In deep stretch, I have some bad news is pulling away from Did You Say Cancer to win by a length with Chemotherapy and But I'm Only 25. When it comes to smoking, nobody wins. Get the facts at thefactsnow.com. Brought to you by Tobacco Free Florida. Where is it? I am GOAT. The GOAT FM. <laughs> After a rodeo, okay. she had an aneurysm. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Squeak Larkins, and on the phone, I think we have Dr. Abigail Kent. Hi Good there. morning, Dr. Kent. Welcome to the show. Thank you for being with us this morning. No worries. Hi there. Yeah. We are going to talk about um, past and joint arthritis this morning. Uh, Dr. Kent, can you tell us uh, just a little background on that and describe exactly what that is for our listeners this morning? Um, yeah, so um, past and arthritis, or okay, known yeah. as like high ring bone. Um, Kent, are you still with us? Yep, can you hear me? I think we may have lost her. I yeah. can hear you. <laughs> well, we well, are going um, to talk about past and arthritis this morning. <laughs> Um, it's actually bony deposits around the pastern joint, right. and now uh, for those of you familiar with the pastern, I'll let your PhD describe uh, it. Well, as, er, as it's the joint between P1 is, and P2, P2 exactly. <laughs> if that means anything to you. Hello? Yeah, it's the one that creates that, yes. Exactly. The pastern itself, is, as everybody knows, when you get to the ankle, and then between the ankle and the hoof of the coronet like man is where the what we, we need call the pastern. You know, we need, you know, I we should, need a leg. If I had known, I'd have brought mine. I have one. Have perfect. I had a perfect one Let's for it. Let's bring a leg. I will. Let's I have a leg. I have a hind leg, a front leg, and a foot. Exactly. We could do that, you know. But no, the, the pastern. High ring bone, it's also known as, yeah. isn't it? Mm -hmm. As opposed uh, to low has, ring bone, which is well, the coffin bone. When you have ring bone, that's when they're talking about high ring bone is from that area, yes. It's from um, that, that past and arthritis. Mm -hmm. And obviously arthritis but, is much more yeah. prevalent in your older horses. So, right. So. And, and I said it, it's, it can, it can be can in any discipline. However, you know, the, the more pounding horses take, you know, uh, the, the more tenancy it would be. And or uh, there is some predisposition through, uh, you know, bloodlines that tend to have, you know, just like people. Right. You know, sometimes there's a predisposition to things like that. But... Um, yeah, I, I would be quite yeah, interesting to you know, get to hear what, what they're talking about. I know that we use laser a lot on that kind of thing in our, you know, our natural health stuff that we do, a lot of that, and, and uh, we yeah. use laser. Well, the pastern joint is not very tolerant of trauma either, is it? No. Uh, oh, did we get Dr. Kent back? Do I hear Hello? Yep. Yeah. Hello? Did we get her back? I don't think we did. Can you um, hear me? Uh, yeah. I, I, was at, I could actually check in there with Kevin and see if he managed to reach her. I know we're trying to reach her back. But 
Um, a sprain of the passenger joint can occur and it can involve a tear of the joint capsule um, and and or supporting ligaments of the joint. So right. I know that that obviously can be, you know, something right. and, and, you know, confirmationally speaking, uh, you know, each event will will look at the the angle or the what they call the slope of the pastern. You know, that, that's very important in certain events that you don't want too much of a slope. You want a little, you know, a little shorter pastern. Or, right. And then in some, you want a little longer pastern. So that's one of the, the things that is uh, discussed when when a horse is being evaluated for a certain event. You know, confirmationally speaking, it is, it is something, you know, that you hear that people talk about is, you know, how is pastern angle is yeah yeah and and you can affect the pastern angle back to if we had scott we'd talk about that right yes because you can affect the pastern angle or or you can can actually help help create some issues by not having that horse naturally the way it should be a good farrier right a lot oh definitely a good yeah a good farrier i had a um a horse it was megan's actually uh, my daughter's horse and, and he was very slung, Pastons, in the back. Mm. And Scott Chandler, of course, is my farrier, and he would take off just enough toe to get him. And the difference after he was trimmed, right? you know, the, the way that he would stand up on that right. Paston, you know, and, right. and I mean, obviously at some point in his life, he's probably going to get some kind of arthritis from it because, you know, they are yeah, slung. Or, or weakening or in weakening, the air, yeah, right. from the soft tissue. And actually, as long as we kept weight off his rear end, yeah he did a lot better but when he gained weight you could Uh actually see you know the more of the sinking down and and that's obviously a concern but a regular trim with the farrier is very important if you do have a right because this goes back to too because you i i know from working with a lot of blacksmiths and farriers in the you know recent years you know keeping the whole column lined up properly is what's so important of course again you have to have you know good veterinarian uh, input and a very good farrier to understand about that placement. He, the, the small differences is in a high and low inside or outside, and to right. keep to keep that all of that joint, you know, all of those joints in the column lined up properly is very important. Absolutely, to, to keeping stress off of the pastern. You know, I'm checking in with Kevin. Right. but yeah but uh, you know as we uh, as we know in any of them everything is you know keeping aware and seeing what you know is happening of course if you have you know through the years we've had you know horses that have had major tears in the area which is you know the very difficult but can be can be dealt that with. It's a difficult area. Yeah, it's, it's a difficult hard area. area but too. but it's it, not so much it can, movement. Yeah, it can so be much worked weight. with, and <laughs> and it's not necessarily the total end of a career, but it's something that you. That's one reason for you to keep them, their feet right, their conditioning right, you know, and stuff like that to keep those. Yeah, type keeping of, them fit. You know, keep the uh, the uh, possibility of that injury as minimal as you can you know? now in advanced cases i know a visual examination can be sufficient to show yes. uh, yeah. what you what you need um the pastern is enlarged mm-hmm. um with an obvious donut of bone mm-hmm. surrounding the joint early pastern injury prior to any obvious deposit of bone will probably require a vet diagnostics yes. Yes. um like an anesthesia radiograph ultrasound right. that kind of thing um, radiograph is the most common, I think, it, used to yeah, it, it is severity. most of the time. And yeah, like for example, a friend of mine a few years ago had some issues with a hind 
pastern issue and you know the way it looked you could obviously tell there was some soft tissue damage into the ankle that would go into the pastern but just to be sure to make sure what we were dealing with of course we did do that we did the radiographs and and it showed absolutely no changes in the bone per se so you know but there was still injury to the soft tissue that's the other thing is you can you know even though you know arthritis is pretty much you know dealing with just the you know skeletal part of it but still that that's what i'm saying it, it just to look at that ankle a person might would have thought that uh, that the pastor might have some arthritis to it so well kevin says we have dr kent but okay. we can't we're not hear hearing her, her. so we're not <laughs> I'm hearing not sure her. if there's a bad connection or what dr kent if you can hear us this morning we can't hear you unfortunately <laughs> Um, but we're, we're able to at least talk about it. We're not veterinarians by any means, but we can certainly talk about, um, you know, some of these cases and um, treatment of this painful condition, because this is, by the way, very painful for horses, mm -hmm. uh, which you can make sense. If you think of an average thousand pound horse standing on a pastern that has some arthritis and obviously there's going to be some discomfort. Um, right. And there are some um, procedures that result in fusion. Uh, which she's oh, on. We do oh, she's on back. now. Dr. Kent, do we have you back with us? Hi there. Hi, Hi. I'm sorry, I, we had a bad connection with you this morning. I don't know what happened, but we lost you. Uh, uh, Squeak, my co host, and I have been talking about uh, diagnosis, uh, a non veterinarian opinion of diagnosis, and uh, what pastern arthritis is. Uh, we have about five minutes left of the show, so we, what we'd like to hear from you is if you can share with us the treatment of this painful condition for horses? Yeah, so um, I think typically um, we're trying to do it conservatively um, with medical management, so um, some anti-inflammatories um, uh, systemically like um, banamine, or um, typically the route we go down is um, joint injections, so with steroids, um, and to see how long uh, the horse can last, like maybe every six, eight months with just um, intra-articular joint injections of the pastern region. Um, if we feel that's not working, um, the next step is trying to fuse that joint. Um, there's either, because um, it's a low motion joint, so it doesn't move very much, you can then try and inject it with other, uh, other things that kind of like destroy the cartilage and help um, fusion of the bone across um, that joint so it becomes so there's no motion. Once you take motion away and the joint is stable, um, there's no longer pain. So things that you can do are like alcohol injections. Mm -hmm. um, so that would be um, one way of going about it. Um, there is a little bit more motion there than, say, um, the distal hock joints, um, so the where you can also inject with alcohol. Um, so sometimes the alcohol doesn't work. And then uh, the next step is typically... Um, uh, alcohol um, is um, typically surgery, which would be um, either like screws or a plate um, placed across that joint. Um, obviously, that's a lot more invasive. Um, right. People are trying to do that standing now. Um, if you do it standing, um, uh, some people will just use screws. Um, and then um, the more common way is to lay them down, open up the joint, debride any cartilage, um, which then means that bone can fuse with bone um, once it's in contact um, and then um, put a plate and two screws, which is typically the common way of doing it. Um, 
Post-operatively, they tend to have to be in a cast for a couple of weeks. Um, and then um, they can get back to fully functional horses um, in terms of co competition. Um, four limbs tend to do um, better than hind limbs. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, yeah, they can go back to even jumping and things like that. So Now, um, question, um, question for you, Dr. Kent. Does complete fusion of the P1 and P2 uh, alleviate the pain? Does it change anything in the range of motion? For yeah, the so it completely alleviates pain because there's no longer any motion. Um, so um, that will definitely um, eliminate the pain. Um, it creates complete stability. And basically, you may see a slight mechanical difference because mm -hmm. that joint is not moving. Mm -hmm. But that joint, because it's no longer a joint, you're basically arthrodesing it, which means um, making the joint go away and fuse together. Um, so they may look a bit different. Um, it will be hard to see with the untrained eye. Like, it's, it, you wouldn't really notice the difference, especially because, as I said, it's a low-motion joint anyway. So that joint doesn't move very much when it's fully really functional. And then once you fuse it, it's not supposed to move at all. So, so there's any difference you'll have sure. there. Um, Dr. Kent, we only, unfortunately, have about 30 seconds left. But Jose from Peterson & Smith, I was meeting with him yesterday, told me to ask you where you're from. I'm from England also. Whereabouts? So, Whereabouts yeah. in England? Oh, um, St Albans, which is just north of London. Oh, lovely. Oh, how nice. <laughs> well, I have to ask Jose if I can talk you into recording some of the Peterson and Smith uh, radio spots. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> With a voice like that, we need to get you in to co-host the show. <laughs> <laughs> difficulty with the communication this morning but we appreciate no you being on the show would love to have you back on anytime sounds good have a good day thank you yes. have a great yes. weekend have a good day uh, dr kent passed an arthritis today unfortunately we lost her for a little bit there for connections i don't know yeah Maybe. i have one, one of my best competition horse back in the 80s was an older horse and he was completely fused in his front really? pasture and so there was no pain and he really? was oh and he was just, awesome that's just incredible. kept right on going but just like she said you know there's lack of range of motion there's no there's it's a not a big motion anyway there's a change but it wasn't like manageable. i said it's very very manageable, very and, manageable and not really detectable to anybody it's just when you pick it up you get no flexion right, right. there at all so Absolutely. but it's I, I do know from past History, uh, you can still go on and absolutely and still yeah. athletically perform. Yeah. We'll be back in a few minutes. We have another hour of the Horse Talk Show coming up. Stay with us for this break. We'll be right back. Trust the Equine Veterinary Hospital, the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida. Trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital, serving Ocala, Florida since 1981. Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at petersonsmith.com. Tech Shack of Ocala. The Horse Lovers Candy Store proudly offers custom-made halters, race packs, stall guards, exercise saddles, dog collars, whips, shanks, stall drapes, keychains, belts, and more. Personalize your items with on-site embroidery and engraving. We also offer on-site pack and blanket repair and $10 blanket wash. Come see us on Southwest 60th Avenue or visit TackShackOcala.com. We're the champions shop. Candy Store. 
Are you looking for an affordable supplement company? Then DAC has you covered. Since 1983, we have made your horse's health our number one priority. With our NAS sale of approval, our guaranteed analysis, we have what you need from our new product, Cool Gut, for gastrointestinal support, weight gain, hair coat, joint, calming, and much, much more. Doesn't your horse deserve the best? The proof is in the results. DAC Vitamins and Minerals, it makes a world of difference. Visit FeedDAC.com. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Looking for a -a one-of-a-kind real estate experience for the sale or purchase of your home or farm? Look no further. We can help. Call Brian Cox at 352-812-4111. You can also find us online at allfarmsmatter.com. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Hi. I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In difference. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine feed. Have you seen the gorgeous 1K Defender Chrome Stripe riding helmet? Certified to ASTM standards, you can't beat a 1K English riding helmet, boasting the perfect synergy between advanced technology and aesthetically pleasing design, with enough features to appeal to those seeking everything a helmet could possibly offer. Wrapped in a package that traditionalists can really appreciate. Check 1K out online at 1khelmets.com or like them on Facebook now. 1K, where style meets safety. Has your doctor asked you to get an MRI scan? Have them refer you to Gainesville Highfield MRI. Why? Because they have a claustrophobic-friendly, large, short-bore, state-of-the-art Highfield magnet that produces high-resolution images with lightning-fast turnaround time, often within 24 hours. They offer same-day scheduling, and their facility is claustrophobic-friendly, with scan times averaging just 10 to 15 minutes. Gainesville Highfield MRI has been around for over 20 years and performed over 50,000 scans, and they accept most major insurance. Learn more at Gainesville Highfield MRI. The Goat FM is WMOP Ocala, W261BA, WGGG Gainesville, and W221DX. Fox Sports trending now. This report presented by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore. With True Price from True Car, now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Milwaukee already has the Bucks. Now they have a moose. As late Friday night, the Milwaukee Brewers acquired third baseman Mike Moustakas from the Kansas City Royals for two prospects. 
on the field Friday night. Mookie Betts hit a home run over the Green Monster on the first pitch at the bottom of the 10th inning to give the Red Sox a 4-3 victory over the Twins. David Freeze had a home run, 5 RBI, and the game-winning single in the bottom of the ninth to give the Pirates a 5-4 win over the Mets. Clayton Kershaw went 7 and 2 thirds innings on the mound and had a two-run single at the plate in the Dodgers' 4-1 win at Atlanta. I'm Isaac Lowenkron. We are Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show on Florida Sports Talk. You never heard of a talking horse? Well, listen to this. With your host, Louisa Barton. What does it feel like to be in love with a horse? Presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Back in the saddle again. Now, here's your pretty, pretty Louisa Barton. You're fab, you're switched on, you're a bit of all right. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, broadcasting live from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world, and co-hosting today, Squeak Larkin. Good morning, everybody. And joining us, we have... Haley Shavy is with us this morning from Minnesota. So, are you there with us, Haley? I am. Hi. Hi. Good, good morning, morning again. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Oh, we're good. It's a little earlier in Minnesota, but not too bad. What You're time is it there? About eight. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's eight o'clock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're an eight hour earlier. Yeah, just in That's Central. Not too bad. She's not in California. I, I, I've, <laughs> yeah. I've been very impressed with. Knowing about Haley, and that's why we were bringing her on because Louisa she started and I both had youth seen, rodeo yeah, absolutely. Three. Which is, you know, the way most of the kids nowadays are are, are wishing they could have your life. So <laughs> tell us uh, how you began uh, with your rodeo on, and you know where and how old you were. Um, I started when I was two, and I've kind of been lucky enough to grow up in it because my mom's always had horses, so. She had me on a pony like before I could walk and right. I just started doing youth rodeos. Um, I grew up in Oregon and I actually just moved to Minnesota ah. this past year. So I did youth rodeo over there and it was just a fun experience all the way around. I had a lot of really wonderful friends and I, I just got to grow up in the same association for most of my life. So we had a lot of really close connections there and it was just really, it was always fun for me. Oh, that's great. But, but you've picked up a little of that Minnesota sound, though. <laughs> I, have, I have friends from Minnesota. That, that's great. I like it. Sounds good. So um, where, have, where are you at now in your schooling and where are you going with, are you, are you in collegiate rodeo or where are you at with that? Um, I'm, I'll be starting my senior year this fall. So this September, and I'm actually doing um, a PSEO program through St. Cloud State. So that's kind of what I'm planning on doing this year. Mm -hmm. um, I'm right now. I'm doing open barrel races and focusing on um, that side of things, and especially the training side of things, as opposed to rodeoing a lot. Mm -hmm. um, we're just getting moved into our new place and I hope to take in quite a few training horses there which is something I'm super excited about and oh, that, I've wanted to do that for a while and I've been going to school online since I was in eighth grade I think uh -huh. so that's made it a lot easier to um distribute my time better between school and horses so right. I'm really really thankful for that yeah that it, it does help nowadays the the homeschooling thing has gotten to be where so you know, uh, good that it's it's you know it, it's nice to hear somebody that's accomplished so much with. What what is your major in your college work? 
Um, I play in a major in software engineering. Uh-huh. And, uh, and so you're... She's are you, smart, too. I know. <laughs> I know. So, so where will that take you, and how will that affect what you're going to be doing with your training and stuff? I've thought pretty hard about it. Um, I was bouncing between that and a couple of other different things, but I decided that option would be best for me as it would allow me the most time to spend with my, not the most time, but it would <laughs> help me better than something in like the medical field, say, would with my horses. And it right. would help me just basically be able to spread my time out better. I'm really focusing on not spreading myself too thin. But okay. making sure I, you know, give the right amount of effort to both things. Cause, you we know, all know, we all know, know Haley, is a lot you need a really good job to support the, the horse habit. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Hey, um, question for you. Um, kind of like top of your bucket list with the horses. Um, I know I've read that you want to one day mentor kids and give riding lessons. And any other kind of goals? Do you want to, uh, you know, train a futurity horse? Where are you kind of, what direction are you going in with the horses? I'm actually flying by the seat of my pants a little bit. I find that whenever I set a goal Spend or whenever way. I plan to do something, it always gets changed. And I'm just kind of letting it take it wherever it takes me at this point. I would love to train a couple of maturity horses. I would really, really love to train a horse that makes it to the pro rodeos. I just think that would be the coolest thing, thing in the world. So it is, it is, the cool, it is the coolest thing. I've had several that I helped that have made it to the NFR that I had that I either owned or I was training for other people. So it is very cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Talk to us a little bit about this debate that's kind of been circulating Facebook. You made some really good comments, your two cents, I think you called it, um, about whether people who purchase good horses or those who get good horses handed to, to them have it easy compared to those who purchase the low-budget horses and who often don't have access to that higher-end horse. Mm-hmm. Well, I was people are today, you know, I get we've never had the opportunity to purchase horses that have already been trained. So we've always made our own. So that's kind of right. the way of life I've always known. And so when you know, when I'd see somebody on a big on a horse that they bought already trained, I'd get really frustrated because I'd be like, Man, I mean they must have it so easy <laughs> just being able to jump on one and go and win and do whatever and then I actually ended up being a person that was in a situation where I didn't have time to train my own. We needed to get one that was already not made, but already trained by someone else for me. And I realized that it wasn't as easy as everybody else kind of made it seem. It was really, really hard regardless. And that is actually the horse that I have had the most trouble with. That really? Else has already trained. <laughs> and it was just really eye-opening because I felt so bad that i had been, <laughs> you know, dissing all these people for so long when... They might have actually had it harder than me. So that was just really eye-opening for me. And it was kind of nice because I got to see both sides of the situation. You know, nobody really has it easy. I mean, everybody struggles with different things. Everybody has their own little battles that they have to cross to get where they want to go. And it's, you know, it just makes you feel really grateful. But it also kind of keeps you humble because, every, you know, everybody's going through something. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's... It's really refreshing to be able to see that. So I'm very thankful to have gotten that new perspective on it. Yeah, that, that and that's the thing is I, I, I know from having been in it for 100 years now that... Um, Squeak. Yeah, <laughs> that, um, you know, it's not... It, it doesn't matter if somebody paid 50000 for that horse. It doesn't necessarily mean they're going to get 
as good a job done with it because they maybe they don't mesh, you know, that the horse and the rider sure. as it did from the trainer it came from. And so there is, there is, you're right. I mean, there is no guarantee that just because you pay a lot of money for one that it's going to work out. So, it, mm-hmm. but the, by the same token, it doesn't mean it won't because I've seen it work. I've seen it Could through the years. Right. You go both ways. You, you know? can't ever swap the, mm-hmm. out for hard work. Hard work. No, no. The best. And, and like um, Haley's saying, whether you bought the horse or you started it from the beginning, no matter what, it takes a lot of hard work. And it doesn't matter if it's Ashley Johnson doing a three-day mm-hmm. event horse or Squeak Larkins and Haley Shavy doing a barrel horse or a cutting horse, you right. know. It all takes a lot of time and understanding the beast, you know. It's a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of mm-hmm. hard work, dedication every right. day, and a lot of grit and... A lot of determination yeah. but, and so what some are ups you, and downs. Yeah. <laughs> so um, have you, I'm assuming because you are such an intelligent young woman that you've already gotten a lot of your college courses behind you before you are going out here into the, to the, the world, right? Mm-hmm. I did. I've done AP English and liter, AP English literature and compositions since I was, um, I think a sophomore. So I think I've got two full years done for that, which is super nice. And this next year will count as one year of college for me, even though I'm not graduated yet. So that will help so much. Right. My parents have always been, sometimes they're a little much, I felt like. But I'm (laughs) grateful that they've kind of pushed me to, oh, you need to take these courses. You know, they've really encouraged me not to settle for anything. And, you know, I've really realized I can do a whole lot more than I think I can. Yeah. So that's been really nice. And I'm super grateful because I've, you know, so many people have told me this, you want to get this done beforehand. You don't want to wait till the last minute. And that's so great. I, yeah. That's good. You've got, you've got wonderful parents because they've been so supportive of you that way. That's great. Yeah. yeah. So I guess they're right. So right, so right now, what uh, as far as any competition horses you have, what do you have now that you do some of your local stuff with? Um, Pearl has been my main one. She's my Palomino mare. Uh-huh. Um, she's the one we bought about a year and a half ago. And I do a little bit of everything with her. When they come to our house, we usually just do everything with them. Right. Um, I, you know, she's done break. She, we bought her as a barrel horse, and she's done barrels, poles goats breakaway i mean it's been it's been really nice right and and it's very good to do that i mean that's why i ride cutting horses and rope horses and you know all of my horses in the past they're ranch horses first and then we become barrel horses and if they make good ones they you'll know about it if they don't they just a good ranch horse you know Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. so nice. I mean, the ranch work just puts such a good foundation on it. Oh, them. it and does. She yeah. actually grew up on a ranch in Wyoming where they did all that stuff with her. So right. it's been really cool to see pictures of her and hear stories about her back there because they, oh, they really did a hey, nice job with claim, her. That's my claim to fame, Haley, with my horse. He's 32, 24 years of being a trail horse. A couple of gated pleasure classes only for him <laughs> ever. Took him in the Handy Ranch horse in Bradenton at a show. No, at Brooksville at yeah, a show, and he won it. All right. And almost everybody That's at so the show cool. all day long went in it. You know, yeah. you could go in at any time and compete, right. and you got judged, and it was going on kind of all day, and it was loads of fun. It was my oh, favorite oh, ever. Yeah. You had to canter to a barrel, pick up a rain jacket, put mm-hmm. it on, canter to the next barrel, take it back off, go to a yeah. mailbox, take the mail out, put the flag up. 
<laughs> rope the horns of the bull. That's the only thing I missed. I did miss those. Drag a pole around the field behind right, you. Right. On wow. A rope. Uh, yeah. Jump. Go across a bridge. And then jump off and run your horse into the horse trailer, back in, back out, jump back on and gallop out of the ring. Loads of fun. <laughs> it was. Oh, oh my God. Great. I, I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. It was awesome. Yeah. No, it was funny. Won it. They said yeah. number 75, and I'll never forget that you number. You were looking around. I was like, yeah. I looked at my mom. I said, am I number 75? She said, yes. I said, there's no way. I won. No way. <laughs> That's awesome. That is a fabulous. I'll tell you what. And, and this is no offense meant to anybody who shows just in an arena or, or you know, whatever. But I think if all horses had handy ranch training, oh, absolutely. whether they were English, Western, and or whatever I, they were, I mean, wow. I, I rode adventures for years, and I'm still saying the best way to get any of them broke is on, you know, is, is a ranching situation. Absolutely. You know, as far as I'm talking about broke to Yeah, anything. versatility. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Versatility you know, you never know yeah. what can happen. It's great if a horse yeah. can handle a trash can, a mailbox, yeah. uh, you know, whatever you you know, you throw right. at it. Pool so. noodles, beach balls, you know. So whatever. so Haley, when do you start back to school this year? Early September. I wanna say September sixth. Oh wow, that's but that's late that's for late. us in Florida. They we start really? in August. <laughs> I know. Yeah, we yeah. do. We're start back in, in a couple August, of weeks. Yeah. I think they do that so that the young people down here can be in air conditioning because <laughs> August is so yeah. hot. <laughs> Haley, before we close out this segment, I just want to comment. I actually want to read um, something that you uh, you said, uh, a, a piece of advice you said that I really like, I heard from my aunt, is that we are not barrel racers, team ropers, bull riders, etc. We are people who do those things, but those things are not who we are. Where we place compared to everybody else does not define us. I love seeing my friends succeed. I love seeing other people do well. I want to help them to do well, even if my help results in them beating me. We all have our time. Everyone thinks they're at least a little bit good, and none of us are wrong. It will come. I thought, how yeah, nice. that's very, yes, very, very, very mature, right. great yeah. statement. Thank and you. I think it says a lot exactly. about, and it, about you. Exactly. It, it says very a lot about you. And and that is absolutely the truth. Your aunt is very wise because that's the way that's the way it comes around, you know, and the and the best way that you can can take it is you I said be be helpful and and for the most part be for your friends and colleagues, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Wonderful. Haley, any last thing you'd like to add? Um, I don't think so. You've come a really, really long way for such a, a young lady. So we wish you all the best. And uh, and we're going to continue to follow all of your adventures on social media. <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much. If you ever make it to Florida, we'd love to have you in the studio. That would be great. Awesome. Yeah, and we'd come, be, come ride so with cool. me. We'll go to a couple of jackpots or something. There you go. Win some money. A rodeo, even. <laughs> Thank you, Haley, for joining us this morning. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a yep. wonderful weekend. Have a good day. We're going to come back and do our regular barrel segment yeah. uh, in just a few minutes here. We're going to talk to uh, Squeak about some positioning. Yeah. Uh, she's going to give you some tips uh, for barrel racing yeah. and uh, being in the right place at the right time. time. You know, that's exactly. Important, don't we? <laughs> Many things in life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're going to take a break here on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Where is it? I am GOAT. The GOAT FM. <laughs>
Attention, North Central Florida. Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name's John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The balance rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning. Ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses and for you. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices, and you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony, TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. The Ocala Marion County Chamber and Economic Partnership is our area's one-stop resource for business. Moving forward reflects our desire to be a unified voice and catalyst for the business community. By working with partners, we continue to improve our quality of life and build a strong base for business development in Marion County. For more information on how to become a CEP partner, check us out online at ocalacep.com and like us on Facebook. The Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville awaits your call. The Breeders' Cup is being held at Churchill Downs this year, and the Hilton Garden in downtown is just minutes away. There is no better place to stay for the richest weekend in horse racing, with all the amenities you need. So book now and use code Ocala for a special horseman's rate for your stay. With all the Ocala connections to the big stakes races, it just makes sense to give Ocala horsemen the welcome they deserve. At the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville, book now while there are still rooms available and save. If you're into weird stuff on the internet, find our webpage, thegoatfm.com. Welcome back to the 
Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Right here in Marion County, you can't beat these people. Brandon Maynard is one of the nicest guys, runs a great dealership, what a great crew he has over there. Absolutely phenomenal. Uh, before we start the barrel segment, I want to do our tailspin trivia. Yeah. Phone number 352-304-1408. You can just text in. Uh, if you're brave enough to call me, I'll put you on speakerphone. You probably aren't, <laughs> but if you are. Uh, Tailspin is a beautiful custom horsehair bracelet made of your own horse's hair sent to you at absolutely no cost. It's $140 value. Again, the phone number is 352-304-1408. And the trivia is so easy. It's in honor of Justify this morning. <laughs> what was the first stakes race that he won? What race was it? The first stakes race that Justify won in his six-race career short career that's that's a good that's a good one that's it is a, yeah and you can text that answer in now to 352-304-1408 and you could win the tailspin bracelet this morning first one with the correct answer text me <laughs> squeak yes let's get to some position let's do some barrel racing here let's. before we get right on to that though i would like to mention that one of the great names in rodeo barrel racing wpra which is the women's professional rodeo association um, has told us about June Holman, who was, I believe, the oldest performing barrel racer at the NFR ever, um, uh, just a few years ago. And she's still barrel racing. As a matter of fact, just a few days ago, over last weekend, she was barrel racing up in the Northwest. She had made her run on her way to, I assume, wash her horse off, from what I understand. Somebody found her. She had obviously had some issue they get her to the hospital and find she'd had an aneurysm however oh they've done surgery and to my knowledge she's recovering well but we want to wish her uh, uh get well and Absolutely. just to recognize the fact that she's been a longtime name in the wpra her name is june holman uh, anyway so lots good, good wishes to her yes, yes and send lots of prayers for her so today what we were going to talk about is positioning on running the barrels as everybody knows it's a it's three 55 gallon drums set in a, a triangular pattern which is what gives you also people at a lot of Jim Connor shows call it the clover I love in the in the, in the clover leaf pattern the reason they say it that way is because that's what you end up making by the way you run the pattern if you go to the right hand barrel first you're making one right turn and then you make a left turn and another left turn so there's your clover leaf you however can run to the left barrel first the, the only thing that really changes the direction is your third barrel but you'll make one left turn and two rights either way it is making a clover leaf pattern now what i see a lot because i've been at this like i said for a while and i've been coaching and teaching all over the united states and some internationally um, and one of the biggest things that I find is that people aren't aware of where they need to be in the pattern. It would be just like, again, I, I mentioned Ashley Johnson, I'm sure, in her instructing. You know, when you're, I know, because I did write, you want to be in position properly going into a jump. And, you know, all things all, you know, relate to that. The thing in barrel racing that's difficult is there are, you know, and, and it can be done more than one way. However, there's reasons to do it. You know one way over the other but what i 
what I find hard is that people don't understand that they need to un to know about that through a coaching situation. And you know, in every other athletic event that is out there, just say football or even tennis, which I paid varsity, so I'm very aware of that the Love coach. Tennis is constantly saying, be in position, be in position. In in the football locker room, they do the chalkboard with the X's all over. And, you know, basically every man is supposed to be in that position. In, the position. in, the, in that play, and if it goes off that, that way, it's going to probably be really good. Now, it's not to say that if you are out of position on a given time that you can't make it come out okay, but it's just that when you find... The, it's just like I tell people at every barrel there's a sweet spot. It's just like hitting a baseball with a bat. There's a sweet spot on the bat. It's a sweet spot in a tennis racket. And and for every barrel turn, there's a sweet spot position for that turn to it's start. A, and uh, absolutely, I mean you can uh, you can feel it. You can tell it when uh, you know when you get in that right position. Now again, it's back to. You know, you have to have your horse educated well enough to respond properly to leg aids and rein aids. Again, I, sometimes in barrel racing, people don't get them as broke as I would want them to be to start that kind of thing. But and and you can kind of go along with. It. But what what I do generally, I I keep a horse more much more straight up and down. I don't do what I call coming in from way out to come around to a barrel. I just I just go straight to the side of a barrel not too terribly far off in fact it's about four feet off going into it but i get more room on the back side which that enables a horse to be able to get around to the back side and then push off from the back end because a horse pushing off from the back end is much more powerful and quicker than a horse that gets there and puts his front end into the turn and starts pulling. It's got all that big end. booty in the it, back. Exactly, and that's why the quarter horse is so is, popular. It, it, yeah, and so they have, well, Megan always yeah, said they and, have the nicest butts. Oh, they do. <laughs> but the quarter horse is pr primarily, you know, the 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 main horse that's used in barrel racing, serious barrel racing events. I'm not saying that other breeds won't make a barrel horse. This is what I tell people all the time. It's not that you're you know, won't, that you can't get your horse to do barrels, you can. It just depends on what level of barrel racing you want to be at. It's, you know, I've never discouraged anybody that's had a different breed horse if they wanted to barrel race because that's the horse they had. And I've had them, you know, at clinics. And, you know, there's a couple What other of, breeds have you seen barrel race successfully? Very, very few. Only few. Well, very few, but success, I've rarely successfully seen uh, half Arab. Yeah. Uh, you, of course, now you got to realize in the quarter horse industry, the quarter horse racing industry, most of their race horses that are quarter horse are a lot thoroughbred. Yes. So, of course, you're going to have that cross. Uh, there's a lot of people out there running barrel horses that are half thoroughbred and half quarter horse. But if you look at if yeah, if you looked at their quarter horse papers, they might even be a little bit more thoroughbred because of the breeding on the on the quarter horse side. But either way, I have you know I have seen straight thoroughbreds make uh, okay barrel horses. It's not that. It's just sometimes they don't have the quickness and the power. But and I've seen some that have made made pretty good ones. However, I have said it before. I've just never seen one that made the caliber a horse that myself or my clients have wanted i'm not saying that they couldn't and maybe there is one i just don't know but i you know i've been out there 
enough to I usually would have heard about that yeah and that, but, pa that power behind though that yeah, rear and end the power, on the and the horse, thing is that's, that that's the reason uh, but now in the the racing bred uh quarter horses um you know they 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 brought that into now finally there's a a barrel horse sire base or or barrel horse breeding you know where uh, back in the beginning of barrel racing um, it was just anything, and to, and for me, I, I I don't even look for as much of, of that as I do a cow horse bread. But all the barrel horses that I had done so successfully with through the years had a lot of cow breeding in them, mm -hmm. more so than race breeding. However, there are so many people out there that have some beautifully right here locally. We have some really nice yeah breeding programs, uh, you know, with people that have. Uh, um, a little bit more of the racehorse breeding in there, but like I said, now you, there's an established thing, and now you have all these stallion incentives for barrel horses at these futurities and, and aged event things. There's all kinds of, of things. I got but a question on yeah. your on your positioning. positioning. Yes, I got a question. So is it like I, I've never barrel raced? Uh, is it a lot like many? things you do with your horse where after you've barrel raced with the same horse enough times you actually can feel the sweet spot oh absolutely you can feel it right off because you can when you, you jump get into, you, oh, know, yeah. you know when you no, when you, you can when you, you can um, your horse over the jump yeah. over and over and you don't get it right and you suddenly get it right you just get that feeling oh absolutely you know, you, you know exactly in fact like i said I've, I've got a a young horse that i started in february he's not super young but he really broke horse and um, here of late, I've made two or three runs where he's starting to show his, that he's learning the deal. And I mean, I, he a couple of runs on the videos hit you. I mean, I remember feeling it. I knew I hit the sweet spot because he made such really super nice turns and, and stuff like that. But yeah, you absolutely. And that's what I tell people. You know, once you get that, once you ever feel that, you don't forget it. So you'll kind of always be striving for it. But back on the positioning, the reason... I choose to come in a lot closer than a lot of people is because I said I'm everybody says we and, and nowadays the horses are way too fast to think that you don't have to shut that forward speed down to get a quick turn if, if you come in there with a horse running as hard as he can nowadays most horses are just too fast to make a turn efficiently and that's the whole key to this it's not it's not that you can't make the turn, it's efficiently making the turn because all the run, I used to use secretariat. I said, it, it, it doesn't matter if you if you have secretariat if he can't make the turns. So well, now <laughs> if you have justify, you can't make the turns if he's going so fast. You know, you have to you have to bring it back into a longitudinal flex thing where, where he comes back to, to make him push off from the back. When I say make him, he allow him and allow so him. Mm -hmm. uh, having a horse that naturally kind of wants to shut it down that way just a little i'm just talking about to get himself gathered up to make the turn it makes the job a lot easier there are there are some horses through the years i had ridden quite a bit of uh on the money red horses for kim landry that she won so much on but um they weren't natural horses to just set to turn around but if you set them it didn't take much, but if you set them at the right spot, they would really be. They they won a lot of money. Those particular that bloodline that was a racing bred bloodline. But then when you get a cow horse, which the all the rainers and all the cutting horses are all cow bred anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, cutting horse are, but a lot of those will just kind of set on their own. What you have to watch out with that kind of thing is that they get 
you know, so smart enough to realize they got the set turn, they might start to set too early. So you got to, you know, it, it's not that they're, that it's just easy, easy, but I'm just saying it takes a little bit out. Like I'm saying this horse that I had gotten this winter, he, he knows he's supposed to go turn. So he's going to set to turn. And I'm even at a point where I'm driving him pretty hard to where that set spot is. And, and then he gets the room on the backside and, the back side of a barrel would be the one that's closest to the fence, okay, on okay. any one of the barrels. That's the back side. Well, and a lot of people take a lot of room coming in. I'm not saying that's wrong. It just hasn't worked well for me because it's a lot of, I cover a lot less room going where I go. I go much straighter to the side. And how we need some barrels and yeah, I, yeah, I need to do that one of these days. I need to show that position. I, I do it on paper for we people do. all we the need, time. We need three barrels and a couple. Or of I, right I, I should show the video of my my Labrador a few years ago that runs barrels. I have a Labrador that runs barrels. Exactly. But no, but the positioning is all important as it is in any event. Now, like I said, you can have other people's. And, and you may, you might call it an opinion, I and, and that's fine, and that can be their opinion. However, this positioning is fact for me that I've had more horses um, and helped people get horses to working better by taking them from another position and putting them in mine. You know, when I say mine or where I believe that they have the best opportunity to use themselves. This is what I'm trying to say. It's not that it's that I decided it. It's just that it keeps the horse more upright so he has... He has less chance of taking a bad step or, or you know, he, he can keep himself together more. If he's out here and he's leaning a little bit, it causes them to not have as good a chance of standing up if the ground's a little funny or something like that. And, and we, you know, the places we run, it's not always perfect ground. It's not always you know? perfect, no. And so you have to, you know, I learned years ago being from Florida in the deep sand and going out west to where we ran on harder surfaces that the safest spot was a lot closer. It wasn't way out here wow. floating or floating to him a little bit. And and because that horse could stay more upright, he could really keep his his hindquarters under him to where, he, like I said, he could push off. He could push off yeah, like that. But, he, but you do have to take, you know, I agree, you have to get room somewhere in that turn. Is that hard to teach somebody? Is it how? Is that hard to teach? Oh, is it, it? It's hard if they've already learned the other way. The wrong they, way. Well, and I won't. It's not the wrong way because it works for other people. But if they come to me because something's not working, it's hard to get them to close in that distance because they keep thinking they're too close. What they don't realize is I've got videos of showing people that told me they were too close. They started over here and they ended up two inches off. I'm telling you to be four feet off the first barrel and two feet off the second and third. And I've got videos showing people coming in from way out there and coming across and like I said, literally being two inches off. And I said, I'm taking a whole lot room, more room than you are, you know. I mean, when it's all said and done, it's a matter of getting people to understand where they're where they, at. Where they're because, at. The, you know, you might have started over here and you think you're taking more room, but by the time you get here and I'm here, I've taken, you know, I've got, I, you know, basically I have my horse in a position where he can make the turn. That's good information. Yeah. And hearing that from a top barrel racer, Squeak Larkins is a, a very well-known name. Actually, out of all of our... Um, 
all of our Facebook Live, her interview was actually the one that got the most views of any of our interviews ever. Oh, that, that was about uh, awesome, three or yeah. four months ago, maybe. Yeah, it was. Uh, so great yeah. advice from Squeak Larkins, and I'm going to be sharing this over to her page too, yeah. so her friends can uh, listen in. We are going to come back in just a few minutes. We're going to switch it back to... Uh, thoroughbred racing yes. from from barrel racing yeah and we're actually been talking to brad cox brad cox stables he is training uh probably the horse that's going to be the top horse in the country this year probably horse of the year uh for the phillies uh incredible monomoy girl trained here by paul sharp stables uh, and sarah monahan sharp great great horse she's just absolutely amazing and uh Brad's done an incredible job with her, and we're going to chat to him a little bit about what's next for her and uh, looking towards the Breeders' Cup and uh, being pretty sure she's probably going to win that one too. So Squeak and I will be right back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience in just a few minutes. Stay with us. Attention, North Central Florida. Palm Chevrolet, the area's number one volume Chevy dealer, is pre-qualifying customers for new cars without using a social security number. That's right. We don't need your social to get you qualified for a new car. Simply log on to palmchevrolet.com, enter your name and address, and instantly get your credit score, interest rate, even your payment on any new Chevy in stock. This will not affect your credit score. Log on to palmchevrolet.com and get pre-qualified now. Or visit Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala. Find new roads. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. No job too big or too small. Horse Trailer Pros can tackle it all. Horse Trailer Pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades. For more information, like Horse Trailer Pros on Facebook now. Excellent work ethic, great service, and more. Come experience the difference. Horse Trailer Pros. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The Balance Rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning. Ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses and for you. Has your doctor asked you to get an MRI scan? Have them refer you to Gainesville Highfield MRI. Why? Because they have a claustrophobic-friendly, large, short-bore, state-of-the-art Highfield magnet that produces high-resolution images with lightning-fast turnaround time, often within 24 hours. They offer same-day scheduling, and their facility is claustrophobic-friendly, with scan times averaging just 10 to 15 minutes. Gainesville Highfield MRI has been around for over 20 years and performed over 50,000 scans, and they accept most major insurance. Learn more at Gainesville Highfield MRI. The Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville.
Somerville await your call. The Breeders' Cup is being held at Churchill Downs this year and the Hilton Garden in downtown is just minutes away. There is no better place to stay for the richest weekend in horse racing with all the amenities you need. So book now and use code Ocala for a special horseman's rate for your stay. With all the Ocala connections to the big stakes races, it just makes sense to give Ocala horsemen the welcome they deserve at the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville. Book now while there are still rooms available and save. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name's John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. You didn't ask for them, you probably don't want them. These are our unwanted opinions on topics that most likely don't matter. I'm Matt Fisher. And I'm Justin McDonald. Join us Monday mornings from 8 to 9 a.m. on the Goat FM for unwanted opinions. I think that one was the best one. <laughs> Where is it? The Goat FM. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, co-hosting with me today, Squeak Larkins. Good and joining us now on the phone, we have top trainer Brad H. Cox from Brad H. Cox Stables. Good morning, Brad. Good morning. How you doing? Wonderful. Welcome to the show. Uh, it was a real pleasure meeting you in Kentucky. Thank you for being so welcoming. It's uh, it's really nice when you're media and you can come by the barn and get a photo and have a chat. It was uh, Really nice experience. Thank you so much. Um, well, you're very welcome. You've really done an outstanding job uh, with Monomoy Girl. Wow. I mean, uh, just incredible. I've just followed her and I've just been so impressed with what you've done and where you've taken her. Um, tell us about your kind of first impression of her when you got her in the barn. Well, when we first got her out of Ocala from Paul Sharp, she did a great job breaking her. Uh, she was very green. Just to look at a lot of things and uh, she wasn't just she wasn't overly precocious or anything at all she was just a green horse that you know was trying to figure things you know learn see things figure things out and um but uh you know, she was a good size filly she was a little hip high maybe when we got her she had some growing to do but she uh, you know she's obviously uh, blossomed into a very nice uh, filly yes just amazing just incredible when did you know that you really had something special um, well, you know, when she, when she won the rags to riches here as a, at Churchill as a two-year-old, um, you know, she, she, um, she runs some impressive figures, she runs some impressive fractions and kept going on the dirt. It was actually a start on the dirt. Um, and then that's when we, you know, she made us take notice and thought, you know, this, this could be a filly that, that, you know, if managed properly, we could knock out a grade one. And at the time, you know, that, that race was around one turn and we kind of thought you know maybe we'll look at the acorn and obviously point to the oaks but you know mom and could be a question mark with her but she's obviously answered that question for us twice but uh yeah really the rags to riches is when we thought this is a good feeling yeah she really uh really incredible field of horses in the kentucky oaks i mean really a, a great field this year a lot of really good competition and she just uh 
dug in and, uh, you know, fended off uh, Wonder Godot, who's, of course, a great horse. And uh, just uh, what a race. I mean, oh, my gosh, it was amazing. I was I was excited yeah. for you and for the uh, Paul Sharp stables here in Ocala as well. <laughs> really, yeah, no, the, the, something the else. Oaks was a, yeah, the Oaks was a tremendous, a tremendous um, effort. Um, she really dug in and had to dig in to fight off the Marcassi Philly Wonder Godot, and obviously she's come back, kept good form since the Oaks, and a very solid group of fillies, uh, three or Philly division in America's extremely. Uh, talented group this year. She is top top filly, and uh, being right up there under Justify, uh, just even in his retirement, of course he's still shining. And to have her up there on the top of the NTRA list right now is just, oof, it's amazing. Uh, let's talk about you just for a minute, Brad. You um, you've uh, been assistant trainer to Dallas Stewart and uh, worked with some other trainers, and you're just uh, your career is just. Uh, uh, really at an incredible peak right now. You you were a leading trainer at the fairgrounds with 54 winners. You've just really, uh, your career's just taken off. What's influenced you a lot? Are there any mentors or major trainers that you think have really influenced you? Obviously the guys I work for, you know, um, you know, I feel like that those are the, the guys that uh, give, you know, give us a good, you know, base to work from and give us an idea of what we need to do in the mornings execute in the afternoons as far as you know training horses and preparing for races but uh you know i look up to all the, the big the big outfits in the country and and the, the guys with uh you know the big stables and mm-hmm. you know it, you, you got to have horsepower and it is it is a numbers you know if someone yeah. sends you 20 horses not all 20 of them are gonna have to run you gotta be able to um you know identify talent and execute when you have it um but um you know that that's really the main the main thing the main goal and um it's uh, you know, it's it's a um, you know, you get out what you put in, really, at this business, yeah. and you know, it's very demanding, a lot of hours. It is. Um, not many days off. And <laughs> it's you true. You got to stay with it, and uh, and uh, and you know, like I said, I mean, uh, you know, you may have a client send you five horses, and the, the, you know, I hate to say, it, but the cheapest one, as far as purchase price, could be the one that that, that shines for them. So That's you true. know, you, you know, a good horse can come from anywhere. Uh, I, I've said it time and. You know, I've told several people, I went to see Monomoy Girl and a group of two-year-olds at Ocala, and I'll be the first to admit that out of seven two-year-olds I looked at, I think I ranked her number five. <laughs> um, you know, and that was March of her two-year-old year. She was just a little bit of an awkward stage. I think everyone that's been around her will tell you early on she was a little bit of a, you know, just a filly that was, you know, a little behind uh, just with how she was um, put together. And obviously she's grown into herself, and, you know, become what she's become yeah she's really brilliant how about between these these really tough races how does she do with you know maintaining her weight and uh, all of that you know does she does she rest well between races when she comes out of them does she still eat up all her supper and uh, all of that yeah she you know she, she's pretty straightforward i mean um as far as the um coaching club she um you know she, she's tired after races she runs hard uh but, you know, after a few days, it's like, okay, let's go back. She's ready to go back to the racetrack. And, <laughs> you know, uh, and, and she, she uh, enjoys training and, you know, puts a lot into her training. She's been a wonderful uh, workhorse. I mean, I think that's how we definitely have a line and have confidence with her is, uh, you know, from week to week as far as her breezes, what she, what she shows us. And uh, she, she, she definitely, you know, uh, gives us what she's got. And uh, is, she's very manageable, though, as well. I mean, she... 
year she'll she'll go out there she'll work 49 or 50 if that's what we're looking for but if we're looking for a good one she'll give us a 47 a minute 113 114 whatever we're looking for that week she, she shows up and gives it yeah. to us and and i know florence Giroux mentioned that she's getting better with every race and it's kind of hard to believe with a super filly like that but I think she's, you know, even maturing and, and improving even over what she's already accomplished, which is really amazing. Really yeah, incredible. No, she's a filly that, yeah, she's a filly that, you know, um, obviously her one defeat, I think um, if she runs a straight course, that if she, if she runs down the lane straight that day, I don't know, I think we're talking about having an undefeated, undefeated filly right now. If you go back and watch her replay, she's kind of in and out, not responding to the whip as well. Now Florent kind of flagged on her and kind of tapped her a little bit the other day in the coaching club and she kept a straight path. So she do, you know, does definitely seem to be improving mentally, uh, physically. She seems to get bigger and stronger all the time. Um, um, so, you know, hopefully um, we can continue to do that. And we'll have to do that in order to, you know, be effective in the distaff. But ultimately, that's a goal. We're looking right now at the cotillion is plan A. Um, and then on to hopefully to the Breeders' Cup. And, you know, running against older horses for the first time will be an easy task. You'll have to you know, definitely bring her best race absolutely. to, to be, so be the, effective at a, with horses of that caliber. Right, absolutely. So the cotillion is most likely your your next plan for her uh, and then on to the distaff and the Breeders' Cup after that. What do you think about the older competition? Well, it's always a step up. I mean, you know, obviously, right. you know, there's some, um, you know, obviously unique Bella, late, um, those are some of the uh, top Philly mares in the country. And, um, you know, uh, Abel Tasman, uh, mm-hmm. those are obviously um, quality mares that have accomplished a, a lot. And they're, they're, it would be very tough. Um, but like I said, I mean, we have, um, you know, three months or, well, we actually have, um, you know, well, I guess we're inside of Yes. <laughs> we're the on the countdown. Cup, and, you know, we'll, yeah, we will. Uh, you know, we'll need to be at our best in order to uh, compete with those. And, you know, it's, it's a very deep division there as well. The Philly division deep and the Philly mayor, older Philly mayor division deep as well. Incredible. Really, really exciting. And I have a feeling that uh, this horse is going to get a few votes for horse of the year uh, this year. And I'll be very, very excited for you as, uh, as this progresses on. We're watching her very, very closely. Uh, last question for you, Brad. Uh, top of your bucket list, other than... Winning the Breeders' Cup to start <laughs> with uh, Monvoy Girl. Oh, uh, well, without, without a doubt, I mean, the Derby's the race that, you know, we're after. I think anybody that's ever held a trainer's license, a thoroughbred trainer's license, dreams of winning the Derby. So mm-hmm. um, that's that's definitely our, our goal. Uh, but, and, uh, and I always said, you know, if we're fortunate enough to win it once, I'd be looking for number two. <laughs> well, you're certainly going in the right hurt. direction, and uh, and just a real pleasure to meet you. And uh, again, thank you for taking the time to talk to me at uh, at Churchill Downs. That was really special and uh, lovely to get some photos of uh, really super Philly. Uh, you've done such a great job. Congratulations, and uh, keep up the great work. You're doing a fantastic job with her. Thank you very much. Talk to you soon. Yes, yeah. thanks, Brad, for taking thank time you. to talk to us. Thank you. Great guy. Not everybody yeah. is delighted to see the media when they're yeah. working, you know. Yeah. And I, I just walked up and he was standing there. I said, are you Brad Cox? And he said, 
sure I am. And I said, <laughs> is Monomoy girl? And he said, come on. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, just yeah. the nicest guy. Yeah. But he's just really, I mean, I didn't want to say this while he was on the air because I don't know <laughs> if this is his goal. But he, to me, he's like the next Bob Baffert, uh -huh. you know, yeah. without the white hair. Yeah. <laughs> without the white hair. But, I mean, he really is, like, up and coming, like, really, right. you know, go-getter, and his horses are all doing really well, not just Monomoy Girl, but, I mean, what he's right. done with this horse is just amazing. Right. I mean, he's just absolutely everything. The whole step of the way yeah. has been done just right. The races, right. everything has had so much thought in it. She's undefeated. She's just, mm -hmm. she's amazing. Yeah. She's also a little bit nippy. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so is justified. It's like one of those, like, Trying to get a photo, yeah. you know, you've got to dodge the teeth. <laughs> but a lot of those horses that are really good and fast get a little aggressive. You know, when yeah. they're in the stall, they're like, okay, when am I going to run again? So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, that was a super nice experience, and he's a super nice guy. So I know he's yeah. got horses running, this, not running this morning, but training this morning. So right. it was nice that he took time. So right, we'll watch too. out for the cotillion. Yeah. Uh, coming up and then that'll be good I sure would love it for him if oh, she won yeah. the disc stuff and then and she then, was the filly of the it, year and it, that would be awesome for now him. talking about looking towards the derby for next year um, Roadster I believe has his first race this weekend first I, I believe mm -hmm. first big race Maybe I have to check that. Okay. But Roadster is the one that's in Bob Baffert's barn that everybody's mm -hmm. looking at now for, for, yeah, for, for next, next year. year. We've got their eyes on him. I've seen Dana uh, Barnes, exercise rider, Jimmy's wife, riding her on the track, uh -huh. riding him on the track. He looks really good. He's got that mm -hmm. that kind of you know attitude and right. everything about him, that appearance of it's nice and yeah. streamlined, moving beautifully. I know Jimmy likes him, so that's going to be one that we're definitely going to be keeping our eyes on for right. next year. Um, in the thoroughbred world. And then McKenzie is now back also in training that uh, was a very big favourite towards the Derby, mm -hmm. coming up to the Derby before Justify got all the attention and McKenzie got hurt. And he's right. now back training and racing. So oh, that's, that's another hear, horse yeah. that's going to kind of take some of the limelight. And he mentioned Abel Tasman, who I've met, who is a beautiful mare. Mm -hmm. Gorgeous, fast. Oh, my gosh. Her body, mm -hmm. she's just built right. She's sweet. Um, and, and, you know, run, to run Monomoy Girl up against... Right, that kind of competition. Yeah, that's yeah. a tough that's a tough competition yeah. for her. But, you know, she's really proved on distance what she can do. Right. Uh, she won the Kentucky Oaks. She right. won the Acorn. Um, she just won the coaching um, uh, last week. That was last uh -huh. weekend that she won that. And then if she runs in the Cotillion as well. So, I mean, we've got some good horses to watch, even with Justify Retired. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Uh, but, but something I want to mention about the Breeders' Cup, even though the Breeders' Cup is not quite as exciting without Justify in it. No, uh, but it's The Breeders' Cup is still exciting. <laughs> and we'll see a lot of the cool older horses that yes. we really love come back, the ones that haven't been retired because they didn't win the Triple Crown. Um, <laughs> and, and we'll see them run in the Breeders' Cup Classic, so it'll still be very exciting. But um, before we close out today, I do want to mention, if you do not have your hotel booked... You do need to hurry up and book it because EquestraCon is that same week. We're going to be at EquestraCon at the trade fair there, mm -hmm. and it's going to be slammed. So you mm -hmm. do need to get your hotel booked very quickly. And the Hilton Garden Inn has got incredible rates. They have a horseman special. Um, you can use the code Ocala or the code Horseman, and they will give you a humongous discount mm -hmm. on your room. And it is literally five miles from Churchill Downs. Mm -hmm. You can't beat it. They've got air, they're surrounded by restaurants, nightlife. They have eight up at the top, the bar up top, and they have uh, everything you can think of. The rooms are amazing. The pillows, 
I'm still trying to figure out how I can smuggle some pillows out of there. Uh, so it's definitely the place to stay and the rates are right. And John Fields will be happy to help you if you would like to call him. And we need to check on a tailspin winner and um, see. Oh, I got a smiley face. Oh, Christine Kazmersky. I hope I said that right, Christine. Christine Kazmersky. Congratulations, you are our Tailspin winner this morning uh, with our Justified Trivia, Christine Kazmuski. I hope I said that right. Congratulations. That anyway, right. you won our Tailspin bracelet this morning, and I'll be giving you a call after the show. And so for the rest of the world on it, it was the <laughs> Derby. The Santa Anita Derby <laughs> was his very first Santa Anita, right. win. Yeah. Awesome. Well, she was still yeah. racing. Well, we're at the end of the show for this week. We'll be back at the same time next week. Whether you are in Ocala, Marion County or not, from Squeak and I this morning, happy horsing around until next time. Thank you.